Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we dive into the magical universe of persuasive language with Magic Words by Tim David. Published in 2014, this book serves as a guide, illuminating seven potent words that have the power to inspire and motivate others to action. Whether you're managing a team, leading a business, or simply interacting with those around you, the skills imparted within these pages are indispensable. Author Tim David brings an impressive and unusual resume to the table. As a professional magician, mentalist, and trainer, he has spent his career mastering the art of influence and communication. His reach extends beyond the pages of Magic Words, with a popular YouTube channel that offers insights into enhancing interpersonal connections. Magic Words is a must-read for managers, entrepreneurs, team members, and really anyone working in a collaborative space. It's not just about getting your colleagues to assist you with your tasks, but about building meaningful, synergistic relationships. If you're ready to unlock the power of words and transform the way you communicate, join us as we explore magic words. Magic words, the science and secrets behind seven words that motivate, engage, and influence. Introduction, unlocking the power of words, nudge your life in the right direction. What springs to your mind when you hear the term magic words? You're probably reminiscing about famous enchantments like abracadabra or the ones commonly heard in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. However, our journey today veers away from the realm of fantasy and dives right into the magic residing in our everyday speech. Did you know that some words and phrases wield the power to make specific results more probable? Sounds unbelievable, but it's strikingly true. For instance, merely replacing the word like with recommend elevates the chances of an individual adopting your suggestion by a whopping 34%. Now, isn't that a stunning demonstration of verbal wizardry at play? This narrative will guide you through a fascinating exploration of language's hidden power. We'll delve into how smart word choices can help us persuade more effectively, mitigate conflicts, and climb the ladder of success. Whether you're trying to persuade someone at work or navigating your domestic life, every word you utter has a spell of its own. What's more, we're not just scratching the surface here. So buckle up, and let's embark on this intriguing quest of discovering the true magic in our words. Part 1. Invoke a sense of identity. Harness the power hidden in our language. Language is all pervasive in our daily life, with each of us tossing out roughly 16,000 words a day. Still, seldom do we reflect on our choice of words and their impact. Interestingly, the words we select to communicate are more powerful than we realize. A 2014 research study offers a compelling demonstration of this fact. The goal of the study? Unearthing the most effective way of getting children to tidy up. Here's how it went. A group of children aged four to five were initially allowed to indulge in play. Following this, while they were engrossed in another activity, they were requested to clean up the mess. One group was asked if they could help clean up the toys whereas the other group was encouraged to be helpers in the cleanup task. 
Now, who do you think was more inclined to clean up? Surprisingly, the group that was motivated to be helpers. This takes us to our first magical phrase the power of words that trigger a sense of identity. One way of achieving this is by using nouns instead of verbs, as seen in the study. Nouns introduce category labels. For instance, Lisa is a runner creates a sense of permanence compared to Rebecca runs. In Lisa's case, running seems like a crucial facet of her identity, whereas Rebecca is portrayed as someone who goes for occasional jogs. This nuance explains why deploying nouns can spur people into doing something positive. Children might not be motivated to help in the moment, but being perceived as a helper certainly appeals to them. In 2008, political strategists utilized this tactic to boost voter turnout. Rather than urging people to vote, they spoke about being a voter. The result, voter participation surged by 15%. Another technique to ignite a sense of identity is by using don't in place of can't. For instance, while dieting, we often say, I can't eat chocolate cake right now because I am trying to be healthy. This subtly implies a craving for the cake that is held back by some external force making it challenging to resist. So, the next time you aim to alter a habit, embrace the power of don't. I don't eat chocolate cake. The word don't bolsters our sense of identity, empowering us and reinforcing the belief that we aren't striving to be healthy. We are healthy. Part 2. Channel confidence through language. Win over your audience. Let's think about Donald Trump, regardless of your personal opinion about him. It's hard to dispute that he knows how to command an audience's attention. His simple and repetitive speaking style somehow manages to persuade a significant number of people. What's his secret? One crucial aspect is the confidence radiated in his speech. The level of confidence you project can drastically sway your audience towards or against your viewpoint. So. How do our words shape the confidence we emanate? You might consider emulating Trump's approach. Feign absolute conviction in your viewpoint. Employ definitive words such as definitely, obviously, and clearly. In casual conversations, we tend to use a lot of hedge phrases like I think, perhaps, or sort of. These hedge words signal that we are sharing our personal opinion and might not be entirely certain about it. But herein lies the problem. Hedge words indicate a lack of confidence. On the contrary, definitive words convey clarity and firmness. And naturally, people are more attracted to points that seem indisputable. However, be cautious. Excessive assertiveness can sometimes backfire. When individuals face facts that contradict their beliefs, they often shut down and turn a deaf ear, a sort of anti persuasion shield. So, when interacting with someone harboring a vastly different viewpoint, expressing slight doubt about your stand can actually stir up their sympathy towards your perspective. Nonetheless, when addressing an undecided audience, confidence is the trump card. Another effective strategy to project confidence is eliminating filler words such as uh, um, and er. Speakers frequently resorting to such fillers are often perceived as less influential and low status, 
Simply pause a tad longer before you speak to reduce the necessity of fillers. Lastly, embrace the power of the present tense. When the author and his colleagues examined millions of product reviews, they found that the ones in the present tense were deemed more helpful compared to those in the past tense. Saying a book is an excellent read implies its ongoing value. However, stating that it was a great read suggests that it may have only been true at a specific moment. So, stick to the present tense. It's more persuasive. Part 3. The Art of Inquiry. Harness the Power of Effective Questioning. We've all heard the adage, there are no silly questions. Well, there's good news. That's likely true. But it's also undeniable that the quality of a question can vary based on the circumstances. Stanford researchers scrutinized thousands of first dates to identify the elements that fostered a positive first impression. Beyond obvious aspects like appearance, the choice of words significantly impacted perceptions. Interestingly, the more questions a person asked, the better the first impression they crafted. Those who posed numerous follow-up questions were rated the highest. This is probably because thoughtful follow-up questions suggest that one is not only listening, but also genuinely interested in the other's responses. So, the key to piquing interest in us is by showcasing interest in others. The role of questioning as a social adhesive is so potent that relationship researchers Arthur and Elena Rohn crafted a 36-item questionnaire that fosters a sense of connection between any two individuals. This 45-minute exercise begins with casual questions like, do you want to be famous? And gradually delves into deeper queries like, if you passed away right now, is there something you would regret not having told someone? This questionnaire has helped countless strangers forge fast friendships. Contrary to popular belief, seeking advice is often seen positively. In fact, Research suggests that when someone asks for advice related to a task, they are seen as more competent rather than less competent. Questions can also serve as a handy tool for deflection, a tactic politicians are experts at. But this strategy isn't exclusive to politics. It can prove useful in daily life, too. Seeking information is generally viewed positively. So if you're faced with an uncomfortable question, Responding with your own question can help you steer clear of divulging information you'd rather keep private. Picture this. A potential employer inquires if you plan on having kids. Deflect by countering with a question of your own like, do you have any kids? This tactic can help you avert the need to answer this intrusive query. On the other hand, master the art of asking questions to prompt people into revealing information they might otherwise withhold. One study discovered that people were significantly more willing to reveal negative details when directly questioned about them. Suppose you're buying a used laptop online, asking, what issues does the laptop have? Instead of, is there anything I should know about the laptop? Makes the seller approximately 50% more likely to honestly disclose any existing problems with the laptop. A carefully crafted question can unlock the truth making all the difference. Part 4. Master the balance. Knowing when to be specific and when to be vague. Questions act as clear indicators that we are actively listening, which in turn makes people like us and listen more closely to what we have to say. 
But there's another powerful tool in our communication arsenal, employing concrete language. Being concrete can transform interactions. Compare a store attendant saying, I'll go look for that, to I'll fetch those green sneakers you were asking for. The core action remains the same, but the latter version makes the customer feel significantly more attended to. To explore the impact of linguistic concreteness, the author and his colleague examined hundreds of customer service calls at a major online retailer. The results were revealing. The more concrete language the customer service representatives used, the higher the customer satisfaction. But that's not all. These customers also spent around 30% more at the retailer in the subsequent weeks. Utilizing concrete language makes people feel that you're both attentive and understanding, and this in turn makes them more receptive and understanding of your viewpoints. However, a common pitfall is that as our knowledge on a subject deepens, our thought process around it becomes more abstract. This can be confusing for people without the same level of knowledge. Hence, it's crucial to take a step back from our expertise and simplify complex concepts for others who might have no previous understanding of the subject. For example, phrases laden with jargon, like identifying a value proposition, can be boiled down to simpler ones like making a case for why people should buy the product. Resorting to simple, concrete language rather than broad, abstract concepts makes us more understandable. Yet, sometimes being abstract can be beneficial. When researchers scrutinized various startup pitches, they discovered that pitches with more abstract language were more likely to secure investment. Abstract language fueled the perception that the startup had a higher growth potential. Let's consider Uber. If it had described itself as merely a ride-hailing app, as opposed to a transportation solution, it might not have appeared as impactful. While the former sounds handy, the latter suggests the potential for a broader influence. Hence, when trying to persuade someone about the potential of an idea, go with abstract language. It's all about knowing when to be detailed and when to be vague, and striking the right balance for maximum impact. Part 5. Tug the Heartstrings. The Strength of Emotional Expression. Picture two restaurants you know nothing about. Restaurant A's review says, The food was scrumptious and the ambience pulsating. Restaurant B's review reads, The cuisine was skillfully cooked and the atmosphere finely structured. Which one would you prefer? most probably the former one. Words like scrumptious and pulsating carry more emotional weight than skillfully cooked and finely structured. Emotions wield considerable influence over our choices. For instance, restaurants with more emotionally charged reviews tend to attract more reservations. This potent influence of emotions is why media houses resort to clickbait headlines like 10 shocking facts about Prince Harry. Tapping into emotions is an extremely effective way of drawing attention. Similarly, a satisfying emotional arc forms the crux of good storytelling. When the authors analyzed language used in blockbuster movies, they uncovered that the most successful films led viewers through an emotional roller coaster, oscillating between intensely positive and negative moments. Consider this. A narrative about a successful entrepreneur becoming even more successful is hardly interesting. But a story about an unemployed veteran metamorphosing into a successful entrepreneur has more appeal. 
However, people would be engrossed in a tale where an unemployed veteran embarks on his entrepreneurial journey, experiences a bitter failure, dusts himself off, tries again, and eventually emerges triumphant. The troughs make the peak seem exhilarating. The more dramatic the emotional highs and lows, the more captivating the narrative. This principle holds for movies, books, speeches, and even online articles. However, not all emotions are equal. People are 30% more likely to finish an online article that evokes anxiety rather than sadness. Generally, emotions intertwined with a sense of uncertainty, like anxiety, surprise, or hope, keep people riveted. However, the appeal of emotions has its limits. A study of Amazon reviews revealed that emotional language is more effective for lifestyle products like music, movies, and books. But for utilitarian items like razors, tools, or appliances, emotional language can backfire, with such reviews seen as less helpful. So, while your new dishwasher might bring tears of joy to your eyes, it's best to curb the sentimentality in your review if you want others to find it useful. But when it comes to crafting a compelling story, harnessing an array of emotional expressions can work wonders. Part 6. Conform or Deviate. The Linguistic Dilemma. Language is more than just a means of communication. It evolves and adapts with time, just as societies and communities change and grow. A research study at Stanford used the linguistic behavior of a beer-rating website's users as a microcosm to observe this evolution. It revealed that the online language used by these beer connoisseurs altered over time. For instance, they increasingly employed fruit-related terms like citrusy, despite the beers themselves not having changed. The study also discovered another interesting fact. New users who swiftly assimilated the site's unique linguistic norms seemed to remain active users for a longer duration. As it turns out, linguistic conformity plays a vital role in forging a sense of community. Individuals who employ language similar to their group, using the same phrases and expressions, tend to have stronger group ties. This idea extends even to professional environments. In a study analyzing email communications among employees of a mid-sized company, researchers found that employees whose linguistic style mirrored that of their colleagues had three times the likelihood of promotion. Conversely, employees whose language differed noticeably from the norm were four times more likely to lose their jobs. Other research has tied linguistic similarity to successes ranging from enjoyable dates to triumphant negotiations. However, blending in isn't always the winning ticket. In the music industry, for example, a distinctive language and style can be advantageous. Consider the phenomenal success of Lil Nas X's Old Town Road. This catchy song artfully blends elements of country and hip-hop music marrying cowboy hats with Porsches. In creative spheres, products or performances that stand out due to their distinctiveness tend to be more memorable and gain more popularity. So, if your work thrives on creativity, innovation, and novelty, adopting a language that sets you apart from the crowd could prove beneficial. Final summary. Effective word selection has the power to encourage actions, alter perspectives, or even garner support for your concept. We've delved into six linguistic tactics in this summary. Firstly, deploy words that kindle a sense of identity. Use nouns over verbs. 
Secondly, exude confidence in your speech by eliminating hedges and filler words. Thirdly, pose insightful questions. No one will criticize you for curiosity. Fourthly, recognize when specificity can indicate attentive listening and when generality can effectively sell a grand vision. Fifthly, employ emotionally charged language to grasp people's attention. And finally, know when to blend into the linguistic landscape and when to stand out. These simple yet powerful linguistic tips can surprise you with what they can accomplish. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.